Bro, I watched, I listened to the entire Barbarian podcast last time, or this morning, for, like, the fifth time. But I, I only <laughs> listened to, like, the full thing today. It's so good. Yeah. I'm glad Big you fan. liked it. Big fan. I'm glad you liked it. Have, have Veer and August on with me, honestly. That'd be fucking, that'd no, be let's a trip. Do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do a five-person you- podcast. Welcome, Max. It's been a while since we two were weeks. on a podcast the other two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's good to be back. It's good to be back with the so OG. True. With the OG. Do you want to introduce? Yeah. Hello. My name is Max. I am one of the hosts of the Dillweed Society Film Podcast. Yes, you are. And my favorite movie is Call Me By Your Name. Is it? No. It's one of my faves. It's really good. It's really good, yeah. It's really good, but then, I don't know. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I liked it. I've rewatched it many times. Let's see. What's my favorite movie this week? My name is Isabella, and my favorite movie is... Um, oh, I'm caught up. In, I'm going to say Wasteland, which is the, the Johnny Phillips movie. Or it's like a mm. series of like anthology series. It's It's great. Anyway, I have too many favorites. But welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this podcast with us. What are we talking about today, Max? This week, we are talking about Weird, the Al Yankovic story. So true. Is it Yankovic or Yankovic? Yankovic. Okay. You know, I found out he wasn't actually Jewish. Yeah, he's not. Oh, yeah. Toby told uh, me that, and I was like, okay. That Weird Al's not Jewish? Yeah, it, it, it's... I don't know. I'm not... I don't really... I don't think about these things. They, like, looked it up because I watched it with them. Because I watched it with a bunch of chum people mm-hmm. um, the other day. And so they were, like, doing a bunch of research on, like, who this guy is. I also watched it with a person who had never, who doesn't know who Al Yankovic is. And I'm like, how have you lived 21 years of life and not known who this man is? Come on, you know come I mean? on. How were you? How were you a child in the 2010s and hadn't heard who Al like, Yankovic was? Like eat it? Are you kidding? Eat it? White you didn't and nerdy? know white and nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know. I was like, how is that possible? But I guess that's fine. Yeah. So let me give you all a synopsis. This is the new Weird Al um, biopic starring Daniel Radcliffe and Evan Rachel Wood and uh, Randy Wilson and it's like a bunch of different other people. So here's the synopsis. Exploring every facet of Weird Al Yankovic's life, from his meteoric rise to fame with early hits like Eat It and Like a Surgeon, to his torrid celebrity love affairs and famously depraved lifestyle, this biopic takes audiences (laughs) on a truly unbelievable journey through Yankovic's life and career from gifted child prodigy to greatest musical legend of all time. Damn, that's like, I bet he wrote that himself. I really do. Yeah, I think that he definitely had a big effect on the script oh, for this yeah. movie. It Which like I reeks of his humor. I think it's so funny. He's really. I appreciate that. It's amazing that he remains funny uh, while growing older. You know. Yeah. Like I feel like, like well, a lot of comedy ages. I could definitely see like his impact. Even the fact that this movie is premiering on the Roku channel. It's a Roku original. I'm like, that is such a weird Al thing to do, okay? <laughs> because, like, no one watches the Roku channel, you know? So, I exactly. love that. I could definitely feel see... his, yeah. 
What? Did you see what he said to somebody who tweeted at him and said like, hey, I can't watch it in, in Australia. What should I do? And Weird Al responds on Twitter, Roku's working on it. In the meantime, there's VPN, very probably no, way to watch it legally. I'm sure you have a torrent of other questions, but I have to move along. Sorry. <laughs> I love this man. I love this guy. He's it's so my, funny. My tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. Like, that's the best joke. He's great. He's great. I Everyone knows. Like, he's so self-aware in a way that is, like, it's just funny. It's not, like, dismal in the yeah. way that, like, other people who are self-aware are. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, it's amazing that he... How old is he at this point? I don't know. How old is Weird Al? If you had to he's guess, in the movie. I'm going to guess... Okay. I'm going to guess 62. That's my guess. I, I think you're in the right... Really you're in the right ballpark. Um, I'm going to guess 55. He's 63, and he just turned 63 on October 23rd. So I oh was my God. pretty fucking correct. Yeah, you I thought I mean? you were so. right. Yeah, he, he, looks, he looks exactly his age. He, yep, he's great. We love he Weird Al. He is the best. If you don't know who Weird Al is, um, where have you been? Weird Al, where, do you want to like, give like a synopsis of who he is? I guess he's like a classic like parody artist who makes a bunch of comedy songs that are parodies of actual songs that are popular. And so this, this biopic is telling the story of how he came to be a little bit. I mean, it's it's kind of like some of it is fictionalized, but you'd expect that, right? But I I appreciate that he had like an impact on what was fictionalized, um, right? Whereas like I think a lot of biopics don't have that. But yeah, so Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al, so he's playing an American again, once again. We love Daniel Radcliffe. The best. He's the, the, the best. The best. Him well, and. Uh... Uh, Robert Pattinson. There's this famous tweet that's like weird. Or um, Daniel Radcliffe and Robert Pattinson are like two people who are who are equally chaotic, but in very different ways. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both British. So they're both British. They were both in so. Harry Potter. So true. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, this is a 2022 movie directed by Eric Apple. I don't know anything about Eric. Eric Apple, I think. I don't think he. Well, has, they like, made any a short credits. film. They made a short film about this, starring someone else, and so I guess they got picked up and they made a, a full movie. Um, but Max, what are your like overall thoughts on this movie? I thought it was funny. I thought it was it was pretty yeah. funny. It's I don't know. I don't think it has a, a ton of rewatch value because a lot of what makes it funny is like the immediate shock value. Yeah, like cheap, cheap. Jokes. jokes. They're not. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Not funny. They're just. Um, right. There's nothing deeper in the joke. Totally. Yeah. There's a lot of references to other media in this, that I yeah. thought were hilarious. Um, yeah. Like if you we'll didn't know who into. Weird Al is and you tried to watch this movie, you would be lost. I think. And you have to be like looking at it the whole time and going, "Oh my God, that's blank! Oh my God, this is a right. reference to the scene in blank." Right. Right. But it's it's a funny movie. I think that this, my overall thoughts, is that this is what I wanted the Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable mm. Weight of Massive Talent, to be like. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the age of parody is kind of over, which is like a strange thing for this to be coming out right now. Where like in 2010s era, we had like a bunch of YouTube parodies like all the time. You know what I mean? Like mm. with Matthias, remember? Or, I like, know Matthias, yeah. With like... I don't even know if Markiplier did it, but like the, that that genre of like YouTube, 
Yeah. Uh, it was like huge back then, and so I think it's it's kind of interesting to see this come out now, where I think we've kind of moved past that. Although ten year cycle, things are coming back. Paramore's back, dude. I've listened to hella Paramore. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even I know. don't know. I don't Just know. Just look at my uh, my November playlist. Anyway. Yeah, I guess my overall thoughts, I don't think that we'll be getting into spoil. I mean, you can't really spoil this movie. It is what it is, and it is Weird Al. Well, so. no, actually. Really? I think, you think that otherwise? this movie... Yeah, it's like, I'm glad that I went in knowing nothing, because okay. it's so funny to realize what this movie is. Okay, um, but isn't, I, yeah. isn't even that a spoiler? If, if that's exactly. what's being that's, spoiled. That's what I'm saying, is like, if you think that... I would say the best way to watch this movie... Get you and maybe a friend or two, or like popcorn. your roommates or something. Grab some popcorn. Have like, just like be ready for like a fun hour and a half movie. Uh, yeah, it's short. It's yeah, yeah, it's not super long, and like just be having a good time. That's yeah. That's what I would say before we like we jump into the spoiler, which is the spoiler, um, <laughs> which is the premise of the movie. Yeah. So I guess like back out now if you want, but also like honestly, from my opinion, you can just listen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. it's not going to take so, away that much. I guess back to my thoughts. I I have to say, I watched this in a very strange mindset. Like, to be frank, I probably should not have watched it in the mindset that I did. I was just, like, very stressed about a lot of different things. And so you'd probably have a better... Like, I tried to watch with my roommates and, like, some other people, but I just could not focus. And so I actually ended up missing a, a majority of the film to go like outside and like chill for a bit um so max maybe you'll have to like rewire my brain a little bit in mm-hmm. terms of what actually happened in the film but like right off the bat do you have anything to say the movie is not a biopic of weirdo is it it's... not no how is it not no, none of it is true okay nothing nothing in the movie is true to his actual life other than maybe okay. that he, he grew up in socal um like, how could it possibly be true? I don't know. I don't know his life. Come on. Okay, okay. He, when his mom says, I think what we all are just trying to say is, uh, you should just repress what you really want to be. And I be love happy that part. with not being happy in your life. Like, I, <laughs> yes. And nobody wants was... to see the real you. Obviously, that's like <laughs> exaggerated. But I think like that's up. I think there's truth in exaggeration, you know? But he also, he didn't have a, a meteoric rise to fame. What do you mean? The, the whole premise, like, he, every single event was, like, not true in the movie. Like, him getting on the radio and then getting immediately signed, that didn't happen with, with Weird Al as, as an individual. Yeah, him, sure. like, yeah. being a rock star, that didn't happen with Weird Al. Yeah. Uh, him being shot at by Pablo Escobar, that didn't happen <laughs> with Weird Al. Yeah, I guess so. None yeah. of it is true. <laughs> it's true. That's what's so funny about it, I feel like. I feel like it's, there's nuggets of truth in there, but I think the truth probably. lies in how the humor kind of shapes the movie and shapes the narrative and like the humor is like what is true about him. May- yeah, definitely. Like there's there's like maybe a few things, but it's it's organized in such a way as to be like the end credits are like scenes from uh scenes that like seem like they would be from the movie like actual photos but it's yeah. it's weird al's face photoshopped onto like scenes with other people 
like a like him and Oprah, but it's not actually him. It's just a Photoshop of his face on top of it. Um, or like <laughs> him and Madonna, and it's like a Photoshop of his face and Madonna's kissing him. Yeah. It's not, it's definitely not, not him. Yeah. None um, of this stuff happened. And part of I that guess... is, is casting Daniel Radcliffe as him, you know? What do you mean? Because Daniel Radcliffe is, is like a very, very attractive actor, you know? Well. He's attractive in the way that a weird owl is attractive. No, I don't think that I don't think that that's true at all. Dude, I think you just have crushes on every single person you see. Not weird owl. Have you seen Young Weird Owl? Yeah, I have. He looks just like Jenna Radcliffe. Young Weird Owl? No, he doesn't. Come on, <laughs> come on. He doesn't look anything like him. Look at the side by side. I'm literally looking at it right now. He doesn't look like him at all. Yeah, okay. He, I mean, in the movie, Daniel Radcliffe looks like him, I think. A decent amount. But I was never... To, to that point, though, I was never like, oh my god, this is Weird Al. I was like always like, okay, this is Daniel Radcliffe. But I think yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's like, acting experience serves this movie well. Like, he's never like a serious actor outside of Harry Potter. But like ever since then, he's been just doing whatever he wants, basically. So, respect. Yeah, it's very comedic. I think that he was a good choice for the cast. What do you think of oh, his like acti- acting in the movie? I enjoyed it. It felt like he was putting on an accent. Not even not even an American accent, but like because I've heard his American accent before and it's good. But it felt like he was putting on like a particular accent, which yeah was interesting. No, but it, it was good. I thought from what I saw. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that he didn't take it seriously at all, and that was very yeah. clear. <laughs> Like, all of the actors had so much fun in it. The first thing that I wrote in my notes uh, watching this movie was, um, it says, notes on weird. And then the top line is, Lin-Manuel Miranda, ha 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 No, literally, when he showed up, literally my, my house, like, bawled. It was so funny. I was like, why the fuck? Of course he's in this. Of, of course, course he's because, in it. Because Weird Al knows how Lin-Manuel Miranda is, is looked at in the media. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's like, "Okay, get this man in in our movie. Get this man." Right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they have Patton Oswalt in the movie. Yep, love him. Yeah, he plays he plays Remy and Ratatouille for people who don't know. Remy. I think he's like he's a pretty prolific voice voice actor and also like live action actor, but he, his face is not super well known. Um, yeah. But it was so funny to just hear him like in the audience, scream, "You suck." <laughs> Like, obviously, he had so much fun with it. Yeah. All the actors okay. that they got in. What specific things do you have? Because I know we don't have much time today. What, like, particular things outside of acting and, and Dan Radcliffe? There were a lot of individual, like, moments that I was like, oh, my God, that's this thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know? Um, and I don't know how I feel about that, because usually I don't like fan service shit, but, like, it's Weird Al, so, like, what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? What do you mean, what else are you going to do? Like, how are you supposed to make a Weird Al movie without referencing Weird Al's stuff? You know? And, like, yeah. how are you supposed to make a Weird Because I don't know. I mean, obviously, most people in the world know who Queen is. But how are you going to make a, a biopic about Queen without, like, for an audience that doesn't know who Queen is? Like, for me, that was the thing where it's like... Can people who don't know who Weird Al is enjoy this movie? I don't think so. I really don't. I don't know. 
Because I mean, the humor I didn't is know some of the songs so specific. Yeah, I don't know everything about Weird Al, but I know his like general aura. I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> part of vibe. yeah, like okay, so there's one of the major jokes, like recurring jokes in it, is um, that Weird Al in the movie <laughs> that he wrote he wrote this song "Eat It," which is a completely his first completely original Just uh, song. Eat it. Just eat it. Just he eat says, it. like, I'm not doing parodies anymore. And then later on, Michael Jackson makes a, ver- a parody version of his song called Beat It. <laughs> and they keep saying, and you didn't copy that from anybody. No, I wrote that myself. Uh, now everyone's going to think Michael Jackson and I have some <laughs> relation with each other. Or that Michael, Ma- Michael Jackson did it first. And then another character is going to be like, no, nobody, nobody actually is going to think that Michael Jackson... Yeah. And Michael Jackson made that right. first. That would be so silly. And that joke would not land at all if you didn't get that Beat It was a parody of... Uh, yeah. Or that Eat It was it's a parody It's like with a parody, it. you have to know both the parody and the original. Mm-hmm. And so there's like an extra level of like unawareness that... Or awareness that you have to have. That's like this movie. This movie, you have to know that it's a parody of his life and that and it's a parody what it's of aping off of. It's literally a parody know. of, like, a biopic. Is it a parody of... Oh, yeah, it's a parody of biopics and also of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole movie does f- seem really contrived to shuffle you from one song to another. Yeah, I did feel that, yeah. And that that is how biopics feel sometimes. Like, it takes very yeah. great inspiration it from does, Rocket Man yeah. and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Like, even the cover, I think, is, like it seems referential to those two movies, to Bohemian Rhapsody in particular. Yeah, so true. A couple other funny moments. Um, you know the scene where they go out, where they go to, like, the grotto, like, quote-unquote? Mm-hmm. That's the exact same scene as the Elton John, the scene in Rocketman where Elton John meets um, his manager. And you of can see Elton John and the, his co-writer is. in the background, like, no talking way. to each other. Like, the producer literally walks through them having a conversation. and okay, I love that. I, he doesn't have a speaking role, but I'm yeah. convinced that the person who played Elton John in this is Taron Egerton. Like, he does, he's not credited, but he, check. it oh, looks exactly like... He's not credited because he doesn't speak at all in the movie. Oh, my God. But it looks exactly like Taron Egerton. That's amazing. I, I would believe it if they got... Because, like, I, when I was watching it, I was very shocked by all the cameos. Yeah. And and then, like, me and my roommates were like, how do they have the budget for this? And then I was thinking, like, someone asks you to be in a Weird Al movie, of course you're going to say yes. Of course yeah. you're going to say yes. Like, it's Weird Al. So, like, that's, yeah. I, d- I enjoyed it. Yeah. No matter how fan servicey it was. It had Jack Black, and he played the wolf. He played Wolfman Jack. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. radio host. Yeah. Um, Conan O'Brien was in it. He played Andy Warhol. Josh Groban. Did you catch Josh Groban? No. Who is he? He's, he plays the waiter at a restaurant. Um, no way. Around three quarters of the way through the movie. And I like, Shut I was sitting up. alone when I was watching this and I yelled, that's Josh Groban. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we were with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. We are like, oh my God, Lin. <laughs> Seth um, Green is in it. Yeah, just tons of people who obviously amazing. like admire Weird Al, yeah. because when we, when we summarized him, I don't think we gave him credit. He's not, like, a parody artist. He is the person who made parody music a thing. Popular. Yeah, like, no, for real. A thing that people believed could exist. Yeah. He's also sure. a very talented polka artist. 
<laughs> so true. And comedian in general, I think. Yeah. Like, his comedy has definitely, like, shaped the way comedy is today, for sure. I think he absolutely is admired by comedians uh, yeah. in the real world. Which is why I think everyone signed on to this movie. Because it's yeah. Weird Al, and, like, they're, they respect him. He was so influential that he actually caused uh, a huge misunderstanding of what a parody was. Um, he always has this policy of asking the people that he's parodying for uh, permission to do the mm-hmm. parody of, of their music. Right. And so people started to believe that that, that that was part of parody, was that you had to ask for permission to parody a work. Right. Um, when that's that's absolutely not the case. He was just so big that people believed that that was how you had to do it. Do you have a favorite Weird Al song? I was looking through. I re-listened to um, Party in the CIA recently, and that's oh pretty God. good. I haven't Party listened in the CIA. to... I haven't listened to his stuff in a long time, so I would just be going off memory if you asked me the same. Amish Paradise, eBay. I really like, eh, yeah, I like white and nerdy. I, I mean, it's, I know it's like cheesy and like typical. I should, I should listen to more of his stuff though. I really should. You should. It's, it's actually like, it's not just funny, but like, it's, it's, it's like good music. Good, like genuine. Yeah. yeah. He has okay. a um, uh, a medley of Hamilton, but done in polka. <gasps> Shut up! Um, I better no, listen literally. to it right now. How does a bastard orphan son <laughs> stop of a it? And a stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Oh my god, that's hilarious! It's really good, actually. Of he um, is. is yeah, he Polish? I, I don't know. Okay. Do you have any more notes on this film? Before we wrap up we didn't we didn't talk about anything i know but movie. like i know we only have till five twenty. <laughs> uh let's see um rapid fire rapid fire notes oh yeah uh the setup and payoff of uh pablo escobar being obsessed mm-hmm. with his music so yeah. funny um yep. that felt very uh, unbearable weight of massive talent yeah i did me, feel that though, a lot yeah i know it wasn't like influenced by it but I yeah. think they were both influenced by the same things. The, like, random action scenes that get put in towards the end. You remember yeah. those? Hardly. Uh, so, yeah, like, he, there's, like, a maybe, like, five-minute fight scene. Evan Rachel Wood plays Madonna and gets She's abducted. Great. She's great. She's so funny in this. Her dialogue is also really funny. Like, I think the writing in this is actually quite funny. Like, everyone... A lot of the, the jokes in this movie are, like, someone just says something that is not true very, very emphatically, and then mm-hmm. someone else agrees with them. She, well, her character is, like, constantly trying to get, trying to play this game of getting Daniel Radcliffe to uh, parody her songs so that she can get the, the Why is mom, did mom just call you? Yeah. Oh my gosh, she just called me. Okay, I'm Maybe we should pause. Decline. No, I'll decline. I can't, dude. I have to leave soon. Okay, yeah. Madonna's always trying to, like, get Weird Al to parody one of her songs, so she gets the, like, Yankovic bump, like, quote-unquote, which yeah. is where the songs get... <laughs> whoever Weird Al parodies, their songs get gigantic. Um, but she keeps denying it, even though she's always, like, doing it, and that was very funny to see in the movie. And, like, because the... It, it's so, like, historically silly that Weird Al and Madonna would have, like, been a couple that right. I think that... That's like, I know that he got her permission to like put her in the movie and she mm-hmm. thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, it's just such a funny joke. Yeah. I would just say, 
watch the movie. It's good. It's funny. If you, you know, the more you know, the better coming into it. The more you yeah. know about the genres that it's parodying, the more you yeah. know about Weird Al. Um, would you, do you have a rating for the movie? Ooh. Um, I mean, given the unfortunate circumstances on which I watched it, I gave it a three and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, it might go up if, if I like actually truly watch the movie, but first watch, that's my rating. Three out of five, three and a half out of five. What about you? Yeah, I'm feeling somewhere between a three and a three and a half out of five for this movie. Okay, okay. So Solid. I'm, I think I would give it a, yeah, uh, three and a half, maybe three. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still figuring that out. True. Call it a three. Um, it didn't, it didn't make me feel anything deep. But it was it was entertaining yeah. while I watched it, and I would totally recommend other people watch it if they like want something light and entertaining. Have you ever wanted to be able to nominate or vote in ceremonies like the Oscars or the Emmys? Have you ever loved to feature so much only for it to be swept under the rug? Because I know I have. Well, worry no more because we at the Dewey Society host a non-exclusive movie award ceremony each year in February. And if you apply to become associate, you can nominate any movie you like and vote on the collective nominations. It's completely free. It takes two seconds. Just visit apply.doweedsociety.com and we will send you all the active information. You can also browse our website, doweedsociety.com and see our archive and there's a bunch of other their cool stuff there email us at dewitsociety at gmail.com if you have any complications or questions all right that's my spiel back to the show so now we're gonna get into our recommendation section um yeah. max do you have a recommendation for us or should i go first i have a recommendation this week okay me too this is one week where i i'm totally convinced it's not like pulling teeth um my recommendation this week is the movie tar Oh, fuck yeah. I saw Tar last week. It's directed by Todd Field, starring Kate Blanchett. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it is, it's stunning. It's, there's so much in it that I want to understand further. Yeah. It's very long. It's like two hours and 40 minutes, I think. Sure. Um, but it's, it's an exploration of like art and music. It's a very beautiful film. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about it, so I'm hoping that I can say them on an actual podcast episode coming up. Yeah, I but, hope to yeah. see it. Yeah, for sure. Everyone should expect Tar to be gigantic at any awards show. Um, it's it's well including known. Including the Dillies? Including the Dillies, I hope. It's like, I think, mainly known right now for being the first movie at the Venice Film Awards this year that got a... Uh, standing ovation yeah okay it was like the first one because every single film after that got like even more they just like standing over there after a two and a half hour movie like you want to stretch your legs yeah you'd like to stretch your legs right yeah (laughs) makes sense yeah anyway do you have a uh, recommendation Um, that's a wholehearted recommendation everyone should see this movie when you get the chance i got a few recommendations but i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna strip down to one short film so if you don't have a lot of time got a few 20 minutes in your day which i found the other day i don't know how i did it but it's called i don't know where i'm going but i'm glad that i'm here and it's a 20 minute short film by joel haver and i hadn't seen any of his other work but he's done quite a bit um it's on youtube and it's kind of about his it's like kind of a documentary sort of thing where he just goes around living in a van he just talks to random people and that's if you know anything about me that's like my favorite thing to do is just to like talk to people who I don't know and get to know them and that's kind of what you get you get tiny like insights into his life doing that and like 
it's very much of its time like you know like during the pandemic yeah it's it's amazing if you look it'll be in the description of this podcast so if you just scroll down uh you'll see it and it's on youtube i totally recommend it uh it's only 20 minutes so check it out i have to watch that i really like joel haver's stuff some of it really you've seen it yeah oh tons yeah i haven't i think i I saw him heard of him i saw him do comedy in la briefly before i knew who he was (gasps) no Um, way yeah but i i really like some of his youtube stuff like he started out doing this interesting green screen effect um yeah and sort of like unconventional uh storytelling using that effect and now yeah he's moving on to like more conventional but also still weird in his way it definitely it like it's beautiful in a very unique way i would say yeah like he has a video called uh playing an rpg for the first time that i remember yeah. watching yeah, yeah. That is just, um, it's very funny. Yeah. So those are our recommendations. Thank you. I'm sorry for the short podcast, or you're welcome for the short podcast, depending on who you are. <laughs> I know I love a good lengthy, lengthy listen, but uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you next week. Um, and let us know. You know, follow us on Instagram. Let us know if you want us to discuss anything. Let us know if you want to be on the podcast. That'd be great. Catch you yeah. all next Monday. Bye bye. Watch Tower. <laughs> True. Okay, you're recording. Okay. Clap. Three. Three, two, one. I didn't even hear your clap. Okay, now you count. Okay. Three, two, one. That was perfect for me. Wait, why can't I hear your claps? It's Clap ju- normally. It's the... I literally can't hear your claps at all. I can't hear yours either. It's noise reduction in the new version. Oh, weird. Wait, hold on. Watch this. I'm going to close the window. Ready? Ha! Were you screaming? Yes, as loud as I could. I could not hear a damn thing. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so weird. That's so weird.